Vegas Nation is sponsored by Station Casino's STN Sports. Download the app and get a bonus up to $500 when you sign up. It's time for another Vegas Nation podcast. You're listening to the Raiders postgame edition. What's up, everybody? It's time for the Vegas Nation postgame edition here from New Orleans. It's Heidi Fang. Vinny Bonsignor, our Raiders beat writer, joining me. We are brought to you by Station Casinos, STN Sports. Download the mobile app today. We're also presented to you by Blue Wire Podcast and Liquid Death. Maybe Liquid Death might be the drink that the Raiders could reach to right now to help pick up things for them right now two and five and after a shutout loss here to the saints 24 nothing the final score Vinny, will head start rolling uh well no heads aren't going to start rolling if you're talking about the coaches or the general just only if they don't have liquid death that's yeah yeah, (laughs) right exactly they may need hydration they're going to need a lot of that uh, on their flight to uh, florida um, which is where they're headed for the week uh, in preparation of the Jacksonville game. They're not going to go back uh, to Las Vegas. Uh, so that might be a good thing, getting away from it all and just being able to bond. But uh, no, heads aren't going to roll. And I think Raider Nation needs to put that out of their heads uh, as well. That's not the answer. They're going to try to problem solve whatever it gets them this year. It's going to get them. Uh, but there's a long range you know, uh, deal that's going on here. It's not just about this year because remember the Raiders haven't been good. Let's be honest for a while now. Yeah. They made the playoffs last year. They went on kind of a miraculous run, uh, to get there, uh, last year, uh, winning their last five games. That was great and all, but, um, let's not sit here for a second and think that there weren't issues. I mean, you know, the fact that they had to fight back the way they did, um, or put themselves in that position where they had to fight back probably, there were some flaws <laughs> along the way, and they were able to kind of hide them for a little while. Uh, this year, it's a pretty good team, uh, but as this, the more the season uh, has gone on, the more we understand that there's no margin for error. Uh, they aren't that good to be able to have a margin of error, especially uh, defensively. And then when the offense has a bad day like they did today, which is really their first full bad day of the season, the defense isn't capable of, of holding down the fort. <clears throat> so... You know, but there's nobody that's going to get fired or anything like that. They're going to give this uh, new leadership group a fair chance uh, to get this thing turned around. And that's just the way it is. How much do you feel like this was on the offense versus the defense? Was it both? Like what if you could pinpoint something that was really tragically awful today? What would you say it was? Well, it was definitely both. Um, The you know, the offense didn't do a good job handling how loud it was here. And this place definitely it was rocking. Yeah. yeah, it's it's and this isn't. It wasn't that even wasn't capacity. Even, it yeah, wasn't. And it wasn't. It wasn't even like this place gets a lot louder. Can get a lot louder when the team is good. Uh, Saints team is frankly not you know all that good. At least record wise, they're not that good. Um, so it wasn't one of your typical New Orleans crowd. But the problem for the Raiders is they they allowed them to to they. they 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 didn't do enough offensively. They didn't definitely didn't do enough defensively, and it gave this you know um, stadium life. And the Saints fed off that, and the, the Raiders did a bad job of uh, of playing through it. So if you're asking me, you know, which side of the ball was worse, this is this was a complete failure. This was across the board. The offensive line played terrible. Derek Carr played terrible. Devontae Adams, I don't know if he was still lingering from missing practice and being sick this week. He didn't look like uh, himself whatsoever. Josh Jacobs couldn't find any running room. Uh, the defense couldn't stop anybody. I mean, as, mu- as much as they talked about Tayshon or uh, um, Taysom um, 
Taysom Hill, uh, he shredded him, you know, when he got the ball. And there was no no answer for Alvin Kamara. No answer for Andy Dalton, which is embarrassing when you think about it. So um, it was definitely the coaching. I, I thought the, the fake punt was not a good call at that particular point in the game. I thought the jet sweep. To Devontae Adams oh, on um, he got clobbered on yeah, that too. Yeah, and he wasn't. It wasn't. That's not his type of play. And you know, you, you need a yard. You know, give it to Josh Jacobs right there, or throw it down. Or Mac Collins, I think, would even be yeah. better at that play. He's big body. Yeah. He really can maneuver. Whether it's special teams or no matter where you put Mac Collins, yeah. he's, I think that's kind of a play more built for him. Yeah, you look at the special teams. They couldn't convert. Um, you know, on the on the fake punt, they couldn't. They, there was another holding call on the long snapper. I think that's the second game in a row that that's happened. The, the the special teams has had a bunch of penalties now in the last three games. That's not good. So this was from top to bottom, frankly. And, you know, that's why you lose 24 to nothing. And it wasn't even that close, to be honest with you, by the end of the game. Not- I just want to say, let's hear right here from Josh McDaniels apologizing to Raider Nation for the loss. Obviously, that wasn't good enough in any way, shape, or form. Um and that's my responsibility. So um, I have to do a much better job of getting ourselves ready to go here. Um, that's that's we're better than that. And uh, you know, I apologize to Raider Nation for for that performance. And uh, again, I own that. Uh, that's that's my responsibility. So we have to do much better, obviously, uh, in in every phase of the game uh, to be able to compete with a team like that, who's well coached, has good players. Uh, they obviously came ready to play and um, and did a much better job than we did. So starts with me, and uh, we're going to work hard. And we're going to fix it. Vegas, get in on the sports betting action and get on the SDN Sports app. With 14 convenient sign-up locations across town at Station Casinos, Wildfire, and El Cortez, you're only a few minutes away from getting started, no matter where you are in town. With a huge menu of betting options and points back on your bets, STN Sports is the strongest betting app out there. So sign up today for STN Sports and earn up to $500 on your first deposit. You may start noticing there are strange tall boys of beer in the bottled water section of your local stores. Well, it's not beer. It's actually mountain spring water from the Alps, and it's called Liquid Death. And it's available in still, sparkling, and three other flavors. Why is this water called Liquid Death? Well, basically, it'll brutally murder your thirst. And their infinitely recyclable tall boy cans are helping bring death to plastic bottles. They also donate 10% of the profits from every can sold to help kill plastic pollution. Aluminum is infinitely recyclable and can actually be profitable for recycling facilities. One day I was at work in the cafeteria and saw the Las Vegas Review Journal was carrying liquid death in the vending machine. So I sat drinking one at work while eating my tacos just to fake my coworkers out and make them think I was having an icy cold tall boy with lunch. Go get liquid death at your local Smith's, Walmart, Sprouts, or find a liquid death retailer near you with their store locator tool at liquiddeath.com slash Vegas Nation. That's liquiddeath.com slash Vegas Nation. Derek Carr, Vinny, on the other hand, spoke during his post-game press conference and called the loss just flat-out embarrassing. They do go to Jacksonville, and in some ways, I did ask this question, but I felt that it's something that can help the team maybe by traveling together, going down to Jacksonville, spending the week there. They're out of their comfort zone, so to speak. And sometimes when you have a loss like this and you're out of your comfort zone, I think it can help you kind of regroup. What do you think 
it'll be like for this team this week as they head to Jacksonville to start preparations for the Jaguars. Yeah, and it's going to be actually Sarasota is where they're training. Uh, so that's a kind of a flight away from Jacksonville. But, the, but they are staying in Florida. It's the Florida area. Uh, they're going to be over at the IMG Academy uh, in Sarasota, Florida. Um, but you're right. I think it's 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 a good chance for them to kind of bond and and really all they have are themselves, you know, in Florida. No family members, all that kind of stuff. Um, no, none of the comforts of home. They're going to be living out of a hotel and kind of having to lean on each other. You know, whether it's going to the movies or you know, uh, uh, you know, out to eat and those types of things. So it's it is a good chance uh, for the team to bond together. But you know. Um, whether it's going to help or not, uh, I don't know. It's hard to get a read now on this team. You know, I thought they were headed in the right direction. I thought the offensive line had turned a corner. I thought they had found something with the running game with Josh, um, you know, Jacobs. Uh, but it, they, they couldn't manufacture that today. And once they couldn't get the running game going, um, and it didn't help that the defense was a sieve again, and, you know, it created a hole which basically negated the run game, um, if, you know, uh, as, a, as a useful tool and a reliable tool that you could lean on, um, you know, it was just lights out. And then the, 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 the offensive line, once the Saints were able to, you know, pin their ears back and get after uh, Derek Carr in the pass game, when it was pretty obvious that was the only way they were going to get themselves back into this game, it just played right into the Saints' hand. It played right into the stadium's hand. Um, and there was really no way for the Raiders to, to dig themselves out of that. And like you talked about Taysom Hill. I mean, he's always a weapon and a threat no matter where he was. But uh, even his numbers and Kamara's numbers together were just – uh, combined on rushing for over 120 yards. So that alone, I think, was a, a problem, like you said earlier, and talking about the sieve, again, that the defense was uh, about. Now you have a guy that they're going to face in Travis Etienne who's kind of coming on into his own, despite what the Jaguars have been like. I mean, I feel like he's starting to get going. So what do you think this defense can do to adjust to try to stop that? You know, um, better tackling, number one, uh, more disciplined. Um, you know, it, you're not going to, uh, you know, the Jacksonville environment is not going to be anything like this today. So, um, you know, you're not going to be working it, uh, against that. Um, I think the, the Saints are just a better team all around um, than the Jacksonville Jaguars, so that'll help. But, um, you know, it's just, I don't know, because this, this defense has just not gotten the job done uh, this year. And at some point, you know, um, whether – you know, it's the coaching uh, of Patrick Graham and his staff or just a uh, realization that the talent just isn't there for this to be a consistently, you know, good average defense. Um, at some point, those the, the, the Raiders are going to have to come uh, to an awakening on that. And it's too late to really improve the defense much. You know, yeah, the trade deadline is coming up on, on, on Tuesday, but how much can you realistically help yourself? On that side of the ball, um, I think there's a lot of issues that the Raiders face defensively moving forward. Um, and, uh, you know, at the uh, at, at whether you're talking about free agency next year or trades or whatever the case might be, uh, they got to get this defense in order. Right. I agree. And I think that you when you think about just <laughs> I don't know where to begin, actually, you know, because of this kind of loss, you see, like, a, a, like you said, sparks from this team, even though they had a loss in Kansas City, I felt like the play was good. Um, they had moments, of course. And, and then the team that beat the Texans at home that seemed to have everything kind of chemistry wise, kind of working out a little better for them, wasn't an outstanding game uh, all fronts, but there were 
parts here, there, there. And then I think one of the things that you and I have been talking about all along is consistency. Where's the consistency that this team can build upon? Where's the consistency that's going to help them uh, propel themselves out of last place, basically, the AFC yeah. West. I mean, they're two and five. You have the Broncos, who are now have three wins. You have above them the Chargers, four and three, and then the Chiefs still reigning kings at the division. Mm-hmm. So where do you see this team going down the stretch? I mean, this was a sub, like you mentioned earlier, sub-500 team that they should have beaten, and now they face another sub-500 team. You know, it's like, where where do they try to right this ship? What, if you're taking steps and you're in Josh McDaniels' head, what's the first thing that you do with this team? I mean, um, like he said, it does start in practice. It does start with guys holding themselves accountable. It does start with each individual doing their job uh, at a higher level uh, and a more consistent level. But we've been talking about that all year, you know. Um, and here's the thing. You know, teams can have a game like this. Teams can have a flush it game, you know, where you just it just wasn't your day. Teams can definitely have those uh, do- those days. It's, it's, it's understandable. Uh, but you can't have these types of days when first six weeks of the season you had you lost so many close games, you know, where you gave away games like the Cardinals game. They kind of gave that game away. Um, you know, they, they they left themselves with no margin of error, or very little margin of error to have a game like this. So a game like this, which would have been glaring under any circumstances, is doubly glaring because it followed you know, the four losses that came before them, uh, a couple of which should have really been wins. And you could have easier uh, digested a loss like this had you put yourself in a better position earlier on. But they didn't. And now this loss, loss looks really, really bad uh, because, you know, coming in and these last few weeks, they've been talking about urgency, not necessarily playing with the desperation, but with certainly an urgency because they knew that they created a very uh, slim margin of error for themselves. And even knowing all of that, they still came in and played this type of game. It's just perplexing. It is. And I want to clarify one thing. Did they ever go past midfield? Um, not in uh, not when the starting offense was out there. I think maybe Stidham got them you know, late, late in the game. I'd have to double check. I went downstairs because it's just a nightmare sometimes getting on the uh, elevator here. So the game was already out of hand. They took Derek Carr out of there. I got to look back to see if, if Stidham get him, got him over the 50. It didn't matter because I think it was eight drives that Derek Carr and the starting offense was out there. Not one time did they get it over the 50-yard uh, line. So... You know, Derek Carr got hit nine times. He got sacked three times. The Raiders' defense, not only did they not sack um, uh, Andy Dalton, they also didn't hit him. Not one time did they get hands on him uh, in a meaningful way. That's just, uh, again, it's it's really, it's embarrassing. Well, there you have it. We're here in New Orleans and uh, Vinny. Again, we've been talking about what happens next, what this team can do. You're heading down to Sarasota to watch this team um, and, and see how they can regroup if they can get on a winning track. I believe it was you that may have asked this question that the last time they had such a devastating loss that the, the Raiders kind of came back um, and punched in the rest of the wins throughout the season Um do you think when they, you know, when you were asking that question, that that's something that they're capable of doing after you saw what you saw today? Well, that's hard to say. Uh, but yes, they are. That's what's that's what makes a loss like today so um, really unforgivable because they're better than this. They are a better team than this. They are a better team than what they showed today. And uh, this was just a complete failure on every side of the ball, on, including the sidelines. Um It just, it's inexplicable. You can't have games like this. You can't have performances like this, not at this level. And, um, 
you know, and, and so can they, you know, I think what happened was that wasn't me. It was actually Paul uh, Gutierrez who asked that question. Could they? Yeah, they, they're capable of winning a bunch of games. That's what's, again, that's that's what's so frustrating about this team. Uh, and I'm sure Raider Nation is, you know, uh, going through it right now. But on paper, this shouldn't be happening when you yeah, look at exactly. the names on that roster. They, it shouldn't be happening. and But it is. And that's the reality of the situation. So they got to find answers and they got to find them quick in order to make sure days like this don't happen again. And, and really, there's no... They've got, I mean, are they mathematically still in it? Yeah, at two and five. But they got—they have a lot of work to do just to get back to 500 at this point, let alone um, start thinking about the playoffs or anything. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening. That'll do it for us here from New Orleans. For Vinny Bonsignor, I'm Heidi Fang. Make sure to give all our writers a follow that put together all the great coverage at Vinny Bonsignor, at Adam Hill, LVRJ, at Ed Greeny, at by Sam Gordon, and I am at Heidi Fang. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening, and we'll be back next week. Vegas, get in on the sports betting action and get on the SDN Sports app. With 14 convenient sign-up locations across town at Station Casinos, Wildfire, and El Cortez, you're only a few minutes away from getting started, no matter where you are in town. With a huge menu of betting options and points back on your bets, STN Sports is the strongest betting app out there. So sign up today for STN Sports and earn up to $500 on your first deposit.